Hey guys, Paul Reddick here. Welcome to the Baseball Dads Podcast. The world of baseball and the youth and especially the high school game is changing so rapidly. These rapid changes are bringing about a lot of confusion, a lot of frustration for today's parents that are trying to bring their son up in the game. So the purpose of this podcast is to use the experience of dads who have already gone through this journey and have navigated it successfully so we could take aim at that confusion and frustration and knock it out. We're going to talk to these dads about what they did right, about what they did wrong, what they would do more of, what they would do less of, and they're going to give you their advice for today's parents that are going through this game. So stay tuned for today's podcast. And make sure you go to BaseballDadsNewsletter.com where you can get a free trial in our monthly Baseball Dads Newsletter. So without any further delay, let's get on to today's show. Hey folks, Paul Reddick here. Welcome back to the Baseball Dads Podcast. Anytime I'm out speaking, if I'm talking to a team, coaches group, little league group, dads group, seminar convention, or our own thing, um, at the when it's time to open up for Q&A, every time that I get asked the question, Paul, do you like weighted balls? And I think the people that ask that question, they're looking for, yes, love weighted balls, or no, hate them, don't touch them. They're looking kind of a black and white um, answer for it. But the, the, real, the real answer is asking me if, if I like weighted balls is kind of asking me, like, do I like food? And, and the answer is, it depends. W- what kind of food? What are the ingredients? W- what's the quality? Uh, who made the food? Uh, how much of it are we talking about? What's, what's the order of the food? Are, are you feeding me a, a steak after an ice cream sundae? That doesn't sound good. So do I like weighted balls? Is like, ask me, do I like food? And the answer is, do I like weighted balls? It depends. It depends. It depends on who is throwing the weighted ball. It depends on the pitcher. It depends on um, how much they're throwing the weighted ball, the weight of the ball, the program that they're throwing the ball in, the, the coach that designed the program that they're throwing the ball with. So all those things kind of need to be taken into account when you start talking about throwing weighted balls. And we've seen kind of this resurgence of popularity with a weighted ball. And here's why. The manufacturing and getting these balls has become easier. Ten years ago, if you wanted to market and sell weighted balls, it was really expensive to do it. You'd have to you'd have to invest a lot of money. You probably have to buy like five thousand units. Now you don't have to do that. It's a lot easier to kind of get these balls manufactured and, and out into the marketplace. And we get a pro. So I, I'm going to say a few things kind of to preface our conversation is that um, we get approached. I don't even know, 10 times a year by a company wanting us to sell weighted balls. They want us to promote their weighted ball program or their weighted ball, um, uh, you know, the actual weighted balls. We did a, we, we do our due diligence around here. I, 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 we did, we did some market research on it. We looked at it and, and I, I was, the, the information that came back to us, more or less said that if we did weighted balls, it would be the biggest thing that we could do for our business. It would probably be the best selling product that we produce and, and like by far the biggest thing. And I thought about it for a long time. So I'm going to be, I'll be honest with you here. I thought about it, prayed on it. And, um, I just couldn't get there. I just couldn't get there. Um, and, and we've rejected every, opportunity we have to sell weighted balls. Not to say that if the right program doesn't come around in the future, maybe we will. I don't know. But right now, the answer is no. And here's why. 95% of the pitchers that I see should not touch a weighted ball. Should not touch a weighted ball. 
they're just not ready to throw a weighted ball. Most pitchers, when they go to weighted balls, and I've talked to, you know, thousands of pitchers, they're looking for like a three to five mile an hour bump. Well, there's much easier, much safer, much faster ways to get a three to five mile an hour bump than a weighted ball. We're going to talk about it in a little bit when I get to my favorite leaning tower of Pisa here. Now, the third thing I'm going to say about weighted balls is this. The research, the science, and the evidence of the effectiveness of weighted ball training is undeniable. Undeniable. I participated in a study. Gosh, this is maybe, I don't even know. More than 10, less than 20 years ago. As I get older, I lose track. Uh, and, and, and the results are undeniable. They're, they're undeniable. But I'm going to tell you this. It, again, 95% of the pitchers should not touch a weighted ball right now, in my opinion. There's other ways to do it. So let me, let me explain this to you. Um, uh, so I always use this analogy. If you're listening on uh, on any audio podcast, you can go on iTunes and kind of see the, the visual I'm using of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. So when I use the Leaning Tower of Pisa, I always make this analogy that, you know, this top floor is the most screwed up, right? Um, if it were going to break, it's going to break somewhere here in the middle, right? And But the problem is in the foundation. So when we're, when we're talking about weighted balls or anything that's going to be uh, a me outside of foundational pitching strength or pitching mechanics, anytime you're going to start building floors onto this building, what's going to happen to this building if we add floors to it? It's going to break, right? It's going to break faster, right? And the faster we add the floors, the faster it breaks. We might be able to put one more floor on this and it holds for a little while, put another floor and it's barely holding on, and maybe there's a little bit of structural issues in the middle, but we keep adding floors and this sucker is going to break. So for me, when I look at pitchers, I see a lot of pitchers who have a structure like this, and then they're adding floors to this through weighted balls and other, um, uh, you know, um, re other kinds of training, and they end up being injured, because we have 285,000 subscribers to our, our baseball newsletter. So you can imagine how many emails we get back. We hear what happens on the other side of these weighted balls. A lot of times you only hear the good parts about it. Um, it there's a lot of danger. And it, again, there's nothing inherently wrong with the weighted balls. The weighted balls are not the problem. It's who's using the weighted balls that's the problem. And so when we order a set of weighted balls online and they come to us, it, first of all, it doesn't. Usually they don't come with the program. Usually um, they're just kind of these arbitrary sizes, and they ignore the whole principle of the overload underload trading, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But most of the time, when pitchers are looking to add three to five miles per hour, what we what we could do is if if the problem is here in the foundation, if we can fix the foundational structures of your pitching this building will automatically become more effective. So a building like this right now is hanging on, right? It's being taxed. But if we could straighten this building out, now that building will start functioning properly. Most pitchers will see a three to five mile an hour bump in their fastball from that. And then once we have the building structured, then you can go and add your weighted balls and take it up even another notch. So part of the, the, the so understanding that is, is um, is important. So, uh, you know, I have so many notes here that I want to. I want to make sure that I'm just going to look at real quick. I want to make sure I don't forget anything because sometimes I get off on, on a on, on a tangent. So the so part of it too is is, is the, the weight of the ball. The inclination of a kid is that you throw a heavy ball and that a heavy ball right it will get you stronger. Heavier the weight, the stronger you get. Well, yeah, that that is true. But remember, the velocity power comes from strength plus speed. Strength plus speed, not just strength. So I want you to think about it like this: If you were running uphill. Right, that would obviously make your legs stronger, right? Make your whole body stronger. So if you're running uphill, but you're going to go slower, 
Okay. And there's going to be a point where if you're running like really up a steep hill, your running mechanics are going to change. And then there's a point where you're running up too steep of a hill where your running mechanics change and the strength that you're building is in a different set of mechanical movements. So I hope that makes sense. So the strength that you're building is in a different set of mechanical movements because the hill is too steep. Now, running uphill will build strength at the right kind of incline, uh, uh, the right incline, and then running downhill, a decline will build speed. So speed plus strength. You just don't run uphill. That's just going to make you strong and slow. You run downhill, which will make you fast, right? So you need that overload underload training. But the key is this: it's got to be twenty. And I believe this was part of the study I took part in. It's got to be twenty percent above, twenty percent below which means that if you're going to throw a five-ounce baseball in a game, it's a six-ounce baseball as a weighted baseball and a four-ounce baseball. That's it. That is it. If we put a six-pound baseball in, in a baseball academy, every kid would pick it up and try and throw it and try and put it into their program. And that's part of the problems we're seeing. We did an interview with Mike Reinhold, who was the trainer for the Red Sox, um, uh, and, and he, he, he is seeing the injuries that are coming out of these weighted balls of guys throwing one, two, three, four-pound weighted balls. Like, it, it's ridiculous the injuries that they are seeing and um, if you go back to the episode of baseball dad's podcast you listen to mike say there is a much easier way to build the strength that you're looking to get from those excessive weights of those balls so it's got to be an overload and an underload it can't just be just overload 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 because the more the more you overload again you change your mechanics and now you're building strength in a mechanical movement that you're that you're not using let me explain it to you like this if you're listening on an audio platform you can go um uh um on youtube and see this if you were lifting weights if you were doing a curl right and let's say i gave you 20 pounds and then 30 pounds your mechanics stay the same right and there's going to be a point in, in when i give you too much weight where your, your mechanics are going to alter Right, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna bend your legs, you're gonna arch your back, and you're gonna kind of you know get this leg, you're gonna arch it up. Your mechanics change. Every strength coach in the world is going to tell you that once your mechanics change, once your once your technique or your form change, they will yell at you that you are out of strength. You should not be moving that weight. But we will put a two-pound medicine ball or a two-pound weighted ball in a kid's hand and we will watch them throw with mechanics that they will not use in a game, that they don't want to use in a game, mechanics that could put them at a risk of injury. I, and I, I see it all the time. And then we wonder why that, that, that performance doesn't translate into a game. So for me, the key on weighted balls, again, it goes back to Who's throwing the ball? 95% of the kids I see should not be throwing the ball. Who's writing the program? What's, what's the weight of the ball? The weight of the ball should be 20% above, 20% below. I know there's going to be people that disagree with that, and I respect everyone's opinion. I, I, I really do. Um, that's just my opinion on it. Uh, I do not believe it should be, it should be um, heavier than that. I think once you go heavier or lighter than that, then you are altering mechanics, and you're, you, you're just kind of you're, – you're, you're going against exactly what you set out to produce. And it's got to be overload, underload. There's got to be both. And it's got to be part of an entire program. I think a lot of times, a lot of times, sometimes guys go to weighted balls and they just go to weighted balls as like, Hey, I need to go throw, I need to gain velocity. Let me just chuck these weighted balls for a while. And anything that you do, if you're going to do long toss, medicine balls, cords, weight training, any, anything that you're going to do to get yourself better as a pitcher has got to be part of a complete program. And it's got to be organized by a professional that can give you the right program. 
So the worst thing you do is order your son a bunch of weighted balls and then go chuck them in the backyard with him and only throw them when he feels like it, or he just takes the four-pounder and just throws it up against the wall, and we wonder why kids are actually breaking ribs. There's kids with broken ribs from throwing weighted balls. We wonder why elbows and shoulders are blowing out from throwing these because the kids are kind of like... You know, it, it, like the inmates are running the asylum with these weighted balls. So the worst thing you do is order your son up with, uh, some weighted balls and then kind of give it to him and turn them loose. Um, so like I said, it, it's who's throwing them, how heavy they are, what's the program, what's the weight of the ball. All those things kind of go into effect. So the answer is, do I like weighted balls? It depends. 95% of the pitchers I see should not touch them. Most of the, the balls that I see are way too heavy. And but... The science and the research and, and the effectiveness of them is undeniable in the right hands. And like I said, most pitchers are looking for three to five mile an hour bump. There's much better way to get that three to five mile an hour bump that you're looking for without putting yourself at risk. And it will actually put you in the best possible position to then use weighted balls and get the most out of them rather than... Um, putting more floors on a bad structure that's just going to increase the rate at which you could get hurt. So um, that wraps it up, guys. So the answer is, it, uh, do I like weighted balls? Depends. It depends on a lot of factors. So hope you guys have a great week. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Hey, guys, it's Paul again. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We really hope you got a lot out of it. We have so much more to come for you. And thank you so much for trusting us with your baseball education and also the development with your child. It's something that we take very seriously and really means the world to me and the rest of the staff here at Paul Reddick Baseball and Baseball Dads Podcast. So thank you so much. We would love it if you would leave a five-star rating and a great review of this podcast. That's how it helps us get the word out about the podcast so that other dads can share in this information that we need so much. Also, don't forget to go to Baseball Dads Newsletter where you can get a free trial subscription in our Baseball Dads Newsletter. Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I can't tell you what it means to us that you would tune in, and we're just loving bringing this information to you. So, again, thank you so much, and we'll see you on the next show. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to let you know I have a new book out specifically for Baseball Dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to BaseballDadsBook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's BaseballDadsBook.com. Thanks.